Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon. You are now live with your boy, Ike Slimster, on the Late Night Radio. Here we do what we always do. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of controversial things. Does your lady like that thing that you do with your tongue when you do that thing with your tongue? Huh? Are you up for a divorce? You may never know, but tonight it's not. We're going to find out. <laughs> right? <laughs> Afrolit listeners, welcome back to another episode. I am joined by the awesome Ike Slimster. You may know him from his comedy, you know, from his TV shows. Will are they TV shows? They're like web series shows, the new TV. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, and just all around creative. So welcome, welcome to Afrolit. Oh, thank you very much. I can hear the crowd roaring as I speak. <laughs> oh, thank you for joining settle us. Settle down, settle down, everybody. Settle all right, down. Let's not make a ruckus. <laughs> uh, hey, ladies, keep your panties on. <laughs> and I'm so grateful to Canal Street Radio and Listening Party for offering us this awesome opportunity. So, Ike, how's life? Oh, life is, you know, it's doing what it's doing. You know, I, I've always said this, you know, like, uh, like you, you keep on, you keep on living. Don't keep give on us thriving. that, like. No, no, I'm going to give you the most. I'm going to sum it up in the easiest I'm way possible. So you keep on, you keep on thriving. You keep on trying to eat, sleep. Can Rave, we curse on this? Repeat, yeah, can we curse? Can, yeah, okay. <laughs> we keep trying to eat, sleep, fuck, do whatever it is that we can. And the world will just keep on worlding, right? It's just, you can't control. At best, you can control, like, three or four degrees within your life circle right that's real but most of it is really out of your control that's that's how i see so it. then how do you deal with that like insecurity of just not being because i control? feel like, yeah don't well, you like you lack or feel like you lack some control in that no, like your see, decisions play a part in one that one thing i believe that the caucasians have mastered <laughs> Um, they found a way uh, to control society, and when they couldn't, they said, fuck it, let's create the liberals and the hipsters. Thereby, creating this carefree society of happiness Where and kombucha. <laughs> 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 the, point, the point I'm trying to make here is this one thing that we Africans have not been able to learn, especially since they introduced us to religion. Mm -hmm. We just really think that everything always has to have a certain order and control. It's and, true. Yeah, and we just don't know, us Africans, you know? Yeah, we like when there's... Just, uh, it's just, we can't process it. Mm -hmm. It's the same way, like, there's always that routine when you were living at home, right? Like, I'm sure that you, every Sunday, you Wednesday go to Wednesday for yam, uh -huh. Thursday rice. We had the food timetable, cleaning <laughs> timetable, everything timetable. You had that You too. think, yeah, of course. I mean, it wasn't really, like, planned out like that, but it's like, eh, on Saturday mornings, no, you knew just, you were cleaning you know, the house. Like, know, the worst part, music. The worst part is that you got some Africans that are still stuck in the shit and telling me that that's their part of their personality. I'm like, no, it's not. You're just... Programmed? <laughs> it's just programming. Like, just take it for what it is. I mean, do you think you'll have the guts to ever tell your mom that? Like, you programmed Oh, me. I told her already. Yeah. Huh? And how did that conversation go? She said, if I did not teach you the things that you learned, then will you be the person that you are now? Eh? Can I turn this off? Oh, that's a lot of, that's all the illumination. You about to turn into late nights <laughs> with <laughs> Equa. No, no. <laughs> let's keep it on. <laughs> I'm a, so I'm she told you what? I'm going to bring a different move. <laughs> she, she was like, this is, this when, if, if I didn't teach you those morals and uh, those ethics, uh -huh. you will not be the person that you are today. I don't, you don't think that's true? 
to a certain extent, yes, yeah. to a certain extent. Till I just discovered my blue passport, and I was like, "Hey, I'm free, America. <laughs> 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 this is the hey, land of <laughs> no longer an immigrant." You oh and then God. till you get here, and my, then it's like my ancestors are crying as I, I continue, <laughs> continue like this. <laughs> now nah, you'll always be an immigrant. Do you think that even changed? Like, I feel like it's a mentality. Like, an immigrant is no like. Yes, it is related to like your immigration status. Yeah, I mean, but, but it's no immigrant is always different. You come from yeah. a place with uh, hardcore values and culture and all these things, right. and you come into a new life that you have to find a way to like amalgamate into your old life. You have to find a way to like basically make this all make sense. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You break it down and then. At a certain point, you realize I have to have a fusion or I have to separate everything entirely, mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's one of the two. Yeah. And you can't tell me you haven't met people like that. Some people literally say, fuck the past, fuck the culture, right. let's move <laughs> on. And some people say, this is a part of me. Exactly. I have to find a way to make that old me a part of my the new me. Yeah. And some people are like, I barely remember what that was like, <laughs> so... I'm just going to move on with whatever I have now. That's why, so for me, it's so interesting. I feel like I went through all two phases. Mm -hmm. like, so the first phase of like, okay, this is me. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. And then another phase was like, mm, that's my parents. That's not me. Programming. I'm right. I'm, a, oh. I'm New York. I'm from New York. Da, da, da. To then realizing, well, it doesn't serve me to negate this whole other side. It and doesn't. like starting Afrolit and like doing that and like highlighting all those intricacies because for a while I used to get mad when people were like because I would always ask where are you from and yeah. then when people would say and like you know they're Nigerian or you know they're Kenyan it's like oh I'm from California <sighs> it's okay you know I used to have uh, I tell this story all the time because my favorite it's my favorite I had yeah. a guy in my high school his name was a Kunyapa yeah? uh. Kunyapa used to deny being African so hardcore it was hilarious. How to do watch. you do that with that name, though? Thank you. Your name is Kunyapa. <laughs> you went by Kenny, but I was like, Kuni. <laughs> Kun Kun. I, I hate that. I you know, I never wanted to make it a big deal. This was, and this was way before I even knew that I would ever like to do comedy. Yeah. But every time I saw Kunyapa, I would always think to myself, God, this guy's a punchline. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You look exactly like the Africans they describe. Like, not even, like, at least I could even lie and say, hey, maybe yeah. uh, uh, I might be Jamaican. Right. But I'm like, yeah. but I still claim it hardcore. And right. you look like textbook. Like, and I, I, when we think about I know this sounds problematic. People go like, what, what does textbook African mean? I'm but like, we know textbook, textbook, textbook African, African is basically what um, white people thought all Africans looked like Facts. when they arrived. Mm -hmm. Only to find out there were a variety. Like there's different types. Right. Like you got, you got I the, mean, we got light-skinned people that you are know, not mixed. We have different things. We have... Either you got big forehead, right. big back head, big back, <laughs> everything. We had different distinct features, you tall, know. Tall, slim. Tall, slim, you know. Very, very, There's yeah. so many strange attributes. Yeah. Like the other day when they discovered on Twitter, they put it up that uh, Ghanaian men are very thick. It was hilarious to watch because the whole thread was, was, was killing me. It was... <laughs> No, you know who's really thick when Who? it comes to men? Who? Burundians. Shout out hey. to the Burundian Rondis. Do they ever make it that cross? They don't. They don't. They, they don't. do. They're in Canada though. Shout oh, out to okay, my Canadian okay, fam. Okay. Like hey, they, hey. <laughs> like yeah, no, for real. Like they are the thick, and it's so sad because you they're so insecure about it, and like they're tall. They could be Senegalese, but the yeah. hips, hips don't lie. 
<laughs> the hips don't lie. <laughs> Continue. So hey. Kenny. So he'd be like Kenny talking to his, you know, yeah, to Chad. Yeah. Like, hey, dude. You know, like, like, what's like, up? like it, but he wasn't even on some Chad shit. He was more on some, like, you know, on some, like, yeah, yeah I'm that nigga. You know, I've been around the bottom. I'm like, I ain't even, I ain't even <laughs> African like that, though. But, you know, I'm that. guessing wherever he's at in the world right now, hopefully he doesn't see this. Wherever he's at in the world, I'm b- pretty sure he's more, he's probably prouder to be African because it's cooler now. Right. It's very cool. It now is Africa is cool. Black lit. Panta. We you lit. Know. Round two. Le, you know, yell of the return. Yes. You know, Africans are going back. You mm-hmm. know. Doing our own thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I always, so for me, and I would want to know for you, I always, like, especially when I realize, like, yeah, it serves me more to recognize my culture. Yeah. And, like, in a way, it has elevated me more, recognizing my culture. When did you kind of make that distinction within your art? Like, has it always been to, like, highlight? Because, you know, you, you paint a lot of African women in your, feature, in your like, uh, what is it, paintings I mean, and I mean, things. It was actually very drawings. It was actually very organic. It wasn't like, yeah. I remember the first time someone told me that what I was doing was Afrofuturism. Because someone asked me, what exactly do you um, categorize your art as? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, what do I categorize my art as? I was like, I'm not, I don't even, I was like, I, I would call it Afrofuturism. They said I would call it Afrofuturism. Yeah. I was like, oh, hold on. New tab. <laughs> Afrofuturism, <laughs> what is that? So I see a bunch of all these artists that are doing all these like sci-fi, Afrocentric characters and everything. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's, I guess that's what I'm doing. But I never actually like, um, how do I put it? I never like took uh, note or like recorded the fact that I was, attributing my African culture to like my art. Like yeah. I wasn't it was just like these weird little features that were like and mm-hmm. as time went on I was like tr- starting to dig deeper into my memory and try to like find the example and the things uh, that I was reflecting off of that was creating the pieces that I already had. Yeah. And I realized I was like, "Oh my god, I'm organically just fusing my right. culture with my absorption of like western media and everything i've seen in film that's facts so yeah it was very organic yeah and i think that like the beauty of it is because it's organic it doesn't it doesn't even come across as forced right you know what i mean and it's not like your style i think that's one thing that's been really consistent i mean it's a a different era though because like when i first did it just like five six years ago yeah when i first did it, i think it wasn't like there was no i didn't know about afrofuturism i didn't know about there was no push for a hashtag or right. right but then as time went on i saw people who would take advantage full advantage of the fact that the world was getting super uh, what's the word i'm looking for um like afrocentric no not i need to find a new word there's i have to annex something <laughs> to make it make sense um afro hysteria yes Afro hysteria. Okay. Because everybody just Afro. I said, right. what's going on? Afro this. You know, Afro I, was like, I, Afro. Said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, okay, okay, maybe I need to like do more, you know. Yeah. And at the time, actually, I created a, <laughs> I created a mockery piece, and I created a mockery piece. I created this piece yeah. where I put this woman, and she's like angry, and it's, she has a big Afro and an Afro. Yeah. She has things like shaped butter, uh, bantu knots, yeah. Erica Badu, all the things that yeah. would basically be like, you know, a marketing pitch towards that angle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, this whole thing, if it wasn't involved in capitalism, I probably would have been like, so, but I was just like, ah, this is all just, I was like, it's a subculture. Right. It very much is a subculture. Wa- but at yeah, the same time, it, it was, was just like, right. Then, yeah. And then it became more of a sales pitch, a marketing. Yeah. It's like this thing I saw online where someone said, just putting black 
putting anything with black in a sentence on a Gildan t-shirt is not <laughs> a brand. <laughs> and I was like, I understand that we all stop, but that's dead ass true, though. It's so true. It's I true. mean, the fact that there's a rise, and this is where it gets difficult because it's like there's a rise in black owned businesses, and it's like, you know, people are doing well, eating well, but then it's like, how authentic are some of these brands? How authentic are some of these people? What's the intention behind midway, a lot of midway this? Midway to the party the past weekend, I was having a good time turning up. <laughs> you know me, you see right. me. Right. <laughs> I was over there doing my thing. I was like, okay, <laughs> life party shaku. before winter starts, uh, you know, don't yeah. it away. <laughs> and this guy comes up to me and he reads my shirt because my shirt was saying the future is African because, you know, mm. I'm pro-African, whatever. <laughs> and he says, um, oh, the shirt says the future is African. And he says, yeah, the future is Africa, but is it African? And I was like, whoa. Oh, this just killed him. Under the sea. <laughs> under the sea. Under the sea, under the sea, right here is deeper. Oh, I said, what is going on? And I had to stop dancing for a minute. You know, I was like, I was like, damn, shot at the heart. I was like, I was like, but he's not wrong. And I couldn't counter that because it was like, it was very true. Like, is it African? You know, because as time goes on, as cultures like start to fuse and we create these new like uh, uh, subcultures and these subcultures become even major cultures as, as time goes on. Yeah. Some kids are not going to remember what exactly the source was initially. Like to you and I, we can say it's a subculture, right? But to these kids, it's culture. There's no it sub is. because this is where they started at. Exactly. This is the main. Right. You're never going to know. I was at a, um, I was at a, a panel thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, a, okay, I think you, you were probably there too. It was one during the 100 women uh, uh-huh. thing. Uh-huh, yes, yes, Yeah, yes. and I remember there was this woman and she stood up, um, she stood up and she was like, um, I have a question, excuse me. Um, hi, um, what, what do you, um, like, what do you, what is it, like, how do you handle white people policing your blackness in your speech? while at work now equa i hate to be very meta here but um in that situation <laughs> i was like who is the person of color because you sound just like <laughs> oh, here i'm gonna hold on to that uh, and we'll uh, come back to uh, that let's come back to i that. will you definitely know, address okay yeah ooh, uh-huh. ooh. i know right <laughs> but it's weird it's yeah i know because I'm, yeah. I'm like what blackness are they policing right because you, your shit is type gone <laughs> low key like i'm like i'm not saying right no i mean i get what you're saying in terms of like it's hard to like how can you be policing something that sounds exactly like you exactly you know and then it's like it's but it's honestly at the, at the it same comes time, down at the same time it's like um it's no longer even very them versus us or it's even like like this stuff just gets murky it man it gets great there's a lot it, of gray areas yeah there's a lot of gray areas it's like yeah so then what does it mean to be african to you what does it mean to be African? To be African right now, the definition has changed in so many I ways. I know it changes you know? every day. I was writing this. Uh, I was writing this thing in my journal before I got here, and I was like, I had to backspace the whole thing because I was like, I was like, I was like, I said Africans, I said Africans, West Africans, North Africans, East Africans, niggers, niggers, Moors, whatever you identify yourself as. Right. At the end of the day. Right? Yeah. It's just a nigga <laughs> with big features. That's it. It's just literally, it's never going to be fancy. It's never going to be 
whatever we want to call it. I mean, granted, none of us want to take the name with the the hard ER. No, right, yeah. the hard R. Yeah, the hard R. You know. <laughs> Whoa. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like whatever you choose to identify yourself as, we really are all this black, right? Yeah. And the problem is, the more globalized the world becomes, and the more we start to travel and take in so many different types of cultures, it's hard to even say what exactly type of black. And if there's a type of black that you are, mm-hmm. you can't say it. Now you have situations where people meet you. I'm sure you've experienced this before. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm African. I'm Kenyan. And they're like, ah, you're different. Yeah, of course. Or, or you're, you're a certain way. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's I mean, like, just by the, pr- the premise of living outside of Kenya already makes me other yeah. from like Kenyans who are exactly. born and raised and living in Kenya. And I'm sure you have the same uh-huh, experience. Uh-huh. So where do, where do those others go? You know? I, I, th- mean, I think the biggest mistake yeah. you can make is also still trying to be other and be amongst. That's where the problem lies. Okay, define that. Why not? Because Why can't you be other and be amongst? You could be amongst. You could celebrate the culture. You could be part, but don't, don't mascot it. Don't, don't take the spear. Don't spearhead the the front position, and say, um, uh, I'm 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 leading this march. Right. You know, where there's like people who are in the core position in the culture. Yeah. At best, you could be a consultant for the culture. <laughs> At best, you could like handle administrative duties. But yeah. don't, you know, don't force force your hand into these people's mouths. Like don't you, you can't yeah. s- you can't really speak for them because these are the experiences. You're absolutely right. And I think that's even a lesson that I think I had to learn, too. Yeah. Just from having conversations with people who lived in, you know, when living in the continent versus already live. Like, there's already so many cultural norms and differences. Because at the end of the day, you got out. Right. And then when you go, but when you go back to visit. It's like like boys in the hood. Think about it. It's like boys in the hood. It is. It is. What's your soft ass doing (laughs) around here? (laughs) And you're like. Yeah, but I was raised here, but it ain't the same, my nigga. <laughs> it's not the same. And you got to just sit there and take it like, yo, it's really not the same because I don't, because I, I drink kombucha now. I don't. <laughs> and it makes me think about that quote. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter. It was what? like, to modernize doesn't yeah. mean to westernize, or to westernize does not mean to modernize. And it's like, I think a lot of Africans have that sort we of mentality. That mistake. I was thinking about this morning. Oh my God, this is so insane. <laughs> Frequency. I was thinking about this morning. I was like, I was like, it's funny. I was like, strange. If I was to go on a date back in Africa, yeah, I would. We'd probably just go to the stream and hang out. <laughs> but what was fucked up about that thought was, I immediately assumed that Africa would still be at that position and right. place in time. I assumed that Africa would still be just as ancient, right. and no, no technological advancements would have been made. Like, I basically assumed I was like. Meanwhile, yeah, they got KFC. They still got the Popeyes chicken sandwich. I was like, I, I was like, I was like <laughs> in a world without slavery, we still might have advanced. Like, I don't. Well, why am I assuming right. that we would have never? Why am I assuming that me and uh, uh, um, my my yeah, and my my uh, my Funke, <laughs> yeah. you know, me and Funke would have been throwing rocks or hunting right. for a date. That's what I imagine. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like. It's a weird paradigm because I know that there's so many people who are living in the continent who are like doing such good work to modernize and to make it work for that culture rather than making it look like New York. Because for a long time, I won't lie to you, I used to think like, oh, the moment that we start getting trains and like everything starts functioning the way that it does here in New York, in Nairobi, in Kenya, then it's like, oh, we would (laughs) have made progress. But it's like 
that doesn't that will never work it will never because work. that's just a that's not even the culture to like i don't know like mass transport or even mm-hmm. any sort of infrastructure mm-hmm. is just a different premise it's not anything like what we've seen here because of just colonialism and like the lifestyle and whatever yeah. so it's like they and the people that live there have to make things that work for them right you know like right. and now the biggest thing is like using a motorcycle which right. is called like a piki piki and like hey, taking you, that you, around we, we call kind of <laughs> you know so it's like that has been more efficient and it's working and there's even apps that like help people find those types of things so it's like this idea of even but i still do believe in like people coming from the continent and yeah. seeing the world and seeing how other like systems function that's very important and then also going back and taking like the good mm-hmm. from it so doing like I, <laughs> I have this term with like another friend of mine where it's like the anti-apartheid because you know how um like leaders who like basically created the apartheid regime mm-hmm. they like came to america to see like how you know the kkk was doing things and they went like to the uk and like studied all these things and like made of the apartheid regime so it's like the literally war, doing the that studies right but the opposite so taking everything that works in new york taking everything that works in london and all these like shanghai wherever dubai and then merging that and that fusing so it that is such a valid with thought. african that is such a valid thought. And like that's our that's our premise. That's our foundation. I like that. I like Isn't that. that. So oh, how are you going to contribute? We need to send you back, Equa. <laughs> we need to go and speak to the parliament <laughs> immediately. Kenyan parliament. parliament. If you are listening, Uhuru, send this. Uhuru, send it's this time. To Uhuru, it is time. Equa is coming home. Okay, Uhuru. <laughs> Equa is coming home, and we will be having a seminar. <laughs> you talk a lot about politics sometimes in your I, stuff. I do. You, I do. When did that fusion sort of happen? Like you started now actually watching BBC with no, mom and dad. No, uh, no, it's working working at um, mom and dad and <laughs> mom and dad and i haven't been on the same house for a while now it's been like 20 years what? or so so they went back ah that's funny family history we'll uh, get it that's that's too personal we'll no get that's too personal we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there okay so. but no it's more um uh when i working for sahara reporters yes and they were dabbling more in political news and all that stuff so that mm-hmm. made me a little more um it's hard to like neglect it because you're just seeing it day in day out by the time you're editing close to 40 to 50 minute worth of footage right. of African politics, right? <laughs> it's like, you gotta... Eventually, you start getting triggered because you're just like, yo, it's really get this shit together, man. Like, what the hell? Like, every day, every week, eh? when, uh, <laughs> if every other minute is something going down, like, it's never it's flowing well. Of course. It's never flowing well. And then the people that are trying to bring, fix things, they're always dying. Fast, fast, fast. Just Quickly. dropping. So at the same time, it's like, for me, I'm like, okay, come on. Like, this, like, this is something that, like, is, I can't. So I find myself in a position where I would be out just hanging out. Innocent hangout. I'm like, you know who to want again for the hundredth time. (laughs) 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 And and everyone's looking like, okay. Like, yo, pass the Henny. Yeah, like, pass the Henny. Like, what's this nigga talking about? Talking about Uhuru. Like, what? No, no, that's not like a tribe from Black Man. Right. I don't know. Like, hey. And I'm like, I, I really, I really, like, I'm like, this is, this is just another, like, I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, how? And it starts to create this, like, weird, um, it's like how they say your job affects your, your view on life. Like, mm. how cops, a lot of cops are atheists or right. heavy believers. Right. Or, like, doctors are full atheists yeah. they never have these in between mm-hmm. they're always like one extreme because of what their job has made them feel 
for me, like I always started thinking about realities and thinking about purpose and thinking about like, like what exactly does this existence mean? Like what does favor mean? Like when people mm -hmm. say like, I'm blessed. I'm the more I started to do that job, the more I started to get irritated by Western ideas of prayers and thankfulness really? and, and views of God. Cause I'm like, I'm like, there are so many people out of this large, great blessing that you supposedly think is a blessing, mm -hmm. right? There's so many people outside of it. What is wrong with them? <laughs> what, what did they do so wrong they didn't deserve? I've seen all sorts of explanations. I've seen somebody online, some hotel explanations. Oh, <laughs> we are the children of Ham, and Ham was cursed in the Bible, and therefore his descendants forever, and all Africans are uh, uh, descendants <laughs> of Ham, and that is why we will never be blessed. And I was like... But no. then what happens to the billionaires, the African billionaires? How, like, they're blessed, so are they not? Maybe, maybe somewhere <laughs> in their line, <laughs> something about to go ham. I don't know. Get it? <laughs> but, yeah. but it's like, it's, it's mind-boggling because it's like, mm -hmm. how is it that we're in this cocoon, in this shell of a lifestyle and, like, organize, like, uh, in, like right. living situation? And then somehow these people are out of it, and then we're like, hey, he's God, dude. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, like it makes it, it, gets, it makes it so much more difficult. It gets problematic. I feel like religion and church in Africa is a business. Oh. I think we need to start there. And oh, I'm that one we know. That's attach a link to. That's a why. Talk. That's why Kagame is my hero. I have a poster of him in my room. <laughs> what? Kagame, <laughs> when he shut down those churches, you know, uh, yeah. Oh lordy lord, uh, Kagi. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yo, I, 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 I call him Lord Kagame. Okay. Nandegato. Um, so <laughs> done. Also, but you know, Congolese people may not really agree with you just because of how know, his politics yeah, in the I Congo. I told you this, it gets murky. It does. There's no, I think the thing that we have to remember is that there's no angels and demons. Like, th it's really hard to paint, like, oh, this person's an angel. Because somebody builds this. a heaven, you live within it, so excuse your perspective because you're benefiting from the heaven. And that's the problem. You'll never think anything otherwise when you're benefiting from the heaven. Of course. Like, this, till this day, it's very hard for me to sit down here and when people say, America did this, 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 this is what I always say. But, but what did they do? Hmm? <laughs> I'm so done. Someone tell me, America dropped three bombs, four, you uh, know. Why would America do it? See, for me. If they didn't do anything wrong, why? It, the conversation I and I like the way that you're thinking I think for me the conversation especially you know being an immigrant having all that stuff yeah it's hard when Americans are like oh I'm ready to rescind my passport like I don't like I don't even know oh, that's from a place I of privilege uh, exactly Americans remind me of vegans the same <laughs> ideal same shit <laughs> vegans ah oh, meat is unhealthy it kills so I'm about to start buying five hundred dollar broccoli <laughs> The fuck? Like, what? <laughs> where did you, like, do you realize, like, what? It's just, so, yeah. So, it's, like, that point of privilege. And then we start killing more trees for your ass to eat, like. And the Amazon is still burning. See, it's, it's, there's so many nuances within this. Like, I don't think that we can point a finger without pointing. You right. See? Even the more, as we're talking right now, once this video, the paragraph, I already, I can feel the paragraphs coming. <laughs> the conversation. It's just going to be, uh, uh, attack. Attack. No, I mean, but the thing is, and I think one thing that we need to learn is that it's okay to have conflict. Like, I think what our generation, and I would love to hear your take on this, is yeah. that 
we don't know how to conflict resolute. Like, it's okay to argue with your best friend. Yeah. And, and like, not... My, my summary for that, I always tell people, go and read Utopia. <laughs> go read that book. That book exemplifies everything that's a problem. Go read Utopia. If not Utopia, go read Sapiens. Yeah. Like, one of those books will help you understand that in the end, <laughs> <laughs> the, it, none of us, right, yeah. are going to create the ideal world. Right. Okay. If everyone was giving, like, let's say, let's say they give everyone twenty four hours. Everybody do your own twenty four hour ideal world. None of us will get it right <laughs> because <laughs> in the world that you create, yeah. another person's gonna sit there like, "Hey, Ike's world is oppressive," and then, then they create their own world, and I'm gonna sit there like, "Hey, Equa's <laughs> world is killing me." <laughs> because would. there will be something, some element that would just not mesh well. Yeah. In your ideal world. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, it's like you have to consider the fact that we are all just one body, one system working together to make the entire thing work. Yeah. Right. If everything is it's all perspective based. Right. Mm -hmm. Based on like if you're if you look at the soil, you see the you see the insects and the insects have even smaller things like you see like the little termites right. and the termites and you see the this like difference in size it's all perspective it's all relative right you go up in the plane you got the plane from the plane you're seeing lights from lights big lights buildings buildings people people it just it just goes like that and each of these things have their own bodies in which their cells are working See, it's the oh. inception of the inception of the, of the inception of the inception it's it like just continues for infinity. it just con continues for infinity like Something, when, um, I forgot what movie had this monologue or this, uh, it was like, we live in a world where people say things are impossible, but you have to consider that everything that is now, that makes our lives comfortable, that makes our lives a breeze, everything we see within an eye, like a mile's reach, right. was all impossible. Exactly. Bridges, tunnels, you could not tell somebody 3,000 years ago that these things would be possible. A device in your hand was just going to like transport somebody to where you are. An app that literally you like posts whatever, you right. know? You couldn't. And I keep, I, <laughs> I always make this joke that I fear for the Christians because uh, <laughs> it's all comfortable now. It's easy to like, you know, quote the Bible now, but because everything is still within, uh, you know, it's still close right. enough. Like, it's, not, it's close enough. The day we go to another dimension or we, <laughs> Move to another planet. Bible has expired. There's no memory. There's no verse. There's no part that says human beings are going to go to another planet. There's none. So at that point, if aliens drop here, ha. You know <laughs> what we say. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's no two-way street. At that point, it's just everybody pack up. <laughs> they said the Bible was a good manual. Thank you. Good job. You did a good couple years. Great run. Because I'm like, we, you don't know where this thing is going because you couldn't tell me. Even when I first started using uh, GSM <laughs> in <laughs> Africa, when I first started, when I first started using GSM, playing Snake, yeah, you couldn't Nokia. tell me <laughs> that I was gonna be playing a real Snake with virtual reality on my phone. Oh. Nah, I, I know. My sister. <laughs> Let me tell them, please. It's crazy. <laughs> no, I I hear you. I agree with I, you. I think that it's just like it's different. 
for everyone, though. Like, I think that's one thing that we have to accept. And yeah. I think that's sometimes hard for Africans to handle, though. Like, the conflict. If you the the con- that's what I'm saying. It comes back down to conflict resolution. I mean, you know, maybe it's not blood, though. You think it's not you blood? You know, because you know, in the past, when we disagreed, war. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought we were nomadic people. I thought we were like yeah. the sharers hey, and like. They told you. Yeah. <laughs> History books do not lie. <laughs> if you read Jaja Obopobu, my Nigerians know what I'm talking about. We had we had warriors. Jaja Obopobu. I'm in now of Zaria. Hey, those ones were not sitting still. Though. They were nomadic, <laughs> but ah, uh, they were attacking. They were getting their yeah. Their I feel like we were all had our kingdoms, but and, and like yeah. we sent messengers and to I like go if explore. Saw, if you saw my post about my great 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 grand great great no, great, no. great 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 <laughs> granddad <laughs> being a slave, and he he being sold to a Yoruba um a lord. Yeah. So I yeah. That's that's another example. Like you can't say that we were like entirely a peaceful people. And nothing was happening. Oh yeah. Okay. I wasn't uh-huh. saying that. My granddad will say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so I read this whole story on how in Nigeria, like uh-huh. the and <laughs> it's actually wait, funny. My see. mom. Let's, let's make sure the thing's still working. Okay. Uh, wait, yeah, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we're good. We're okay. Good. I mean, I'm gonna edit this part story. out. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly what the article was. Oh. Let me let me just look at it. Okay. Still rolling. Still rolling. This is about to get a movie. <laughs> it's okay, though. Okay. I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying this. All right. Just, you know, just for no, we're gonna, we're gonna get. Tr- by the time I do the highlights, we're gonna get in trouble on the internet. <laughs> 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 we're definitely gonna get in trouble. I want you to. This is gonna be Afrolet's first country. I'm ready. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it. This is okay. the best person. You're the best person to be doing this with. Right. At least you'll get all the heat. See, I'm not. I'm barely in the video. It's all your oh! face. I'm tagging <laughs> you. I'm tagging you though. I'm so is gonna it tag Aqua? you. Is yeah, it really? yeah. It's the Ekwa. It's the Ekwa. I'm gonna take the picture with the hair. Afrolet. I'm gonna show the front and back know, evidence. Right? <laughs> the boomerang and everything. Okay. Yep. Three, two, one. So. There was an article that was written mm. about how a so there's always been this theory that Africans sold the African the, well now African present day African Americans mm-hmm. into slavery right mm-hmm. and like it was just a thing amongst our kingdoms that we did and we usually sent the the rowdy you know the un <laughs> unable to be like maybe the ones that like cheated on their wives you or the like, ones you the mean like the British sent their criminals and exactly over to australia yeah so it's like we had that same sort of game but so the article was basically just talking about how there's this nigerian family that has been rich i think they were yerba and like they had slaves Mm -hmm. and how like the story was from the point of view of like her the great granddaughter so like Mm -hmm. someone like us Mm -hmm. and just how their family has gone through so much like turmoil and it's like oh the demons of of just having slaves and like us being a part of that narrative and like kind of being similar to like white people in that sense of uh, like owning she just, slaves. She just has bad luck. And uh, right, and it's just like how they like pray, like they they you know they visited like uh, I don't know if it was like a local shaman or like uh, just go, a local. You know they went deep, but they it would the, the moral of the story was basically just how like 
that reconciling of like, yes, okay, this did happen in our family. Mm -hmm. Yes, we may have like wealth and like are stable because of it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like what we do moving forward that's going to change things. So it's like if they maintain, like they're not keeping slaves now. They're not like she's now working for a company she's making her own money so she's not necessarily tied to that and so it's like we shouldn't tie so her thing was like we shouldn't tie people to their history and i uh, to a certain extent i agree with her just because i feel like there's for how long are we going to keep this narrative of like okay yes people own slaves slavery did happen but it's like give the money back i mean if you feel so remorseful uh, so sad to who Find like them. Evil, you could, if you want evil. to, tr- if you could track down your lineage, right? Track down the shaman, right? <laughs> to go sit down. You track the shaman down to go cleanse your conscience, yeah. So you can feel good. So when you're spending your money, you can feel good again. You can feel cleanse <laughs> the slavery. It's, I am free to spend my money. Now I can pop bottles with the innocence <laughs> of these slaves. Please, please use that same effort to go and find the descendants of those slaves, and then we can have that conversation. Uh, I mean, is it even, is it worth it? Th- it's not worth it. Now, to paraphrase that, let's take what you just <laughs> said. Is it worth it? Let's take it back to <laughs> 2018, 2019, when the American senator, can't remember his name, yeah. when he brought up reparations, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Coates. What's the name of the guy? The, writer, the author. The, the, oh, the writer. Ta-Nehisi. Yeah, t- t- Ta-Nehisi. Ta-Nehisi. Yeah, 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 Coates, yeah. Yeah. When he was defending the case of reparations, yeah. and the senator came up and said, um, but is it worth it? Everything America's going through is this the time to bring up <laughs> reparations? Equa, you do not see the problem. We sound exactly like the people wow. we call the oppressors. It just—it just, I know. It doesn't. It gets murky. It gets. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It always gets. Like at the at the end of the day, you can't. You have to look at individuals. That's how I see it. Like you can't now generalize like oh Uh, we all like okay when it comes down to reparations i feel like now i kind of separate the line between africans and african americans i mean africans that like came here you know i mean of course we can't we can't can't touch yeah we're not touching reparations but i feel like but we're gonna get the benefits though yeah exactly like we still we will because we just like kind of fall into that characteristic and i think it's also fair enough for like the reason why I loved Black Panther, at least for the conversations that it yeah. brought out, was because it allowed African-Americans and Africans to kind of really have that elephant in the room conversation. Yeah, for like 10, like 20 minutes, and then everybody know, got mad, right? like, oh, fuck out of here, son. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fucking with that foo foo shit. <laughs> See, they love Africa when it's like celebrations and like, oh. I said, yeah, Vritan. Xenophobia. Nobody's talking about it. Yo. You saw what Burner Boy tweeted, though? Burner Boy is a cancer. Okay, you know what I mean? You and astrology. Yeah, my, my astrology. Let's talk about astrology. Yeah, no. Boy is a cancer, just like Whiskey is a cancer. Oh, I didn't know that. Nah, check the stats. Okay. Uh, you think science is not consistent. <laughs> and occasionally, like, I listen, I love Burner Boy. Like, I, like I'm like yeah, i a hardcore where fan. Yeah, are you going with it? <laughs> but, but, but a lot of them tweet out of v- emotion a lot. They tweet very emotionally, right? Mm-hmm. And it just, it be showing. <laughs> like, it, it be... Like it just be out here. Like Burner Boy be like, <laughs> Burner be like, I've been saying this. <laughs> I haven't been on Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter for a minute. But, but. fuck anybody <laughs> who wants to do that. To- <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I bro. I will not stand by South Africa. I was like, bro, your cancer is short. Relax. You get too emotional about this. Whiskey came on too. Tell me this is not consistent. Whiskey came on too. 
a lot of you don't understand the situation. You dumb fucks don't want to <laughs> fuck it. No, you dumb fucks. Don't, this is dangerous. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is wrong with you guys? You guys come on and you say you want to be peaceful about things. Oh, nah. And then you just go like, it just escalates. It starts off very calm and it just off the rails. See, that's the thing. That's the beauty of Twitter. <sighs> like, you just tweet your piece and then delete it. You know, like, you just start <laughs> off lowercase and then caps lock the fuck out of your life. It just... And things deceased. were taken. I the, the person that I feel bad for out of all of this. I mean, there's a lot within the xenophobia, and I don't think we have the time to talk about all uh, of oh, them today. Is deep. But we, we, can, we can do a uh, podcast novel. Right. <laughs> but what we will say, though, is that things were taken out of con- context for of AKA. Of course. And, like, now that he's being dragged in this conversation. Because his tweets were from, like, Africa Cup. Like, Thank you. Early AKA in the year. AKA stuff like, was a reach. Like, I ra- kid you not, when I went and saw his tweets. I was like, I was like, yo, it's not, it's not. Right. Why we, why we gotta I stab him? Why we gotta try to beat him up? Like, like okay. Like it's not like even it's on site. On site. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was like, it's not all AKA that. Not like AKA, not like, like, like what? Africa's Chris Brown? Right. <laughs> no, he is. Not AKA. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't not AKA. have AKA. Yeah, a poor, poor guy. He hasn't done anything. He really. Versace. <laughs> That song has expired now. No, it definitely has. It's over. Now Nigerians got to listen to that song whispering. (laughs) You just bounce along to the beats. (laughs) Instrumental. No verse. But listen, like, that whole thing is bullshit because Africa, like, let's let's not even say Africans. Nigerians, what did Fela say? Fela predicted it and Burna Boy recorded quoted those same lines again. But my people go tell me, I know one die, I know one pay me, I mm, want to enjoy, I, I want chop life, I want buy motor, uh-huh. I want to build a house. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, Nigerians won't do all those things. So, politics, why do we care? <laughs> people are dying, why do we care? People are suffering, why do we care? As long as we can chop life and jay, what's the big deal? So, at the end of the day, it's like this whole uh, uh, South Africa, this South Africa, that. Nigerians don't care. No, I don't think so. They feel like uh, South African women, yeah? Big body. Mm? <laughs> Is it like uh, DSTV, multi-choice? Shout out to Africa, Punk South Africa, though. That will be Sh- interesting. Yo. Let's see how that oh, goes. It, oh, I forgot that's still coming up. How I mean, let's see how Afropunk handles it. Because Afropunk be low. <laughs> they be a little, they be a little lukewarm. They be doing soft serve politics. Nah, they, like, they can't. Yeah, they, like, they can't. No, they can't. Mm. They can't. I think the, no. the agenda they can push is like you know LGBTQ. Like if they stick in, and they, I think they've been sticking in that lane. I mean, they can stick in that lane right now. But LGBTQ ain't even the focus. So LGBTQ. That's what I'm saying. Like, like they're going. To, this is xenophobia. LGBTQ. Exactly. <laughs> so if they stay there, they'll be all good. They'll be fine. They don't need to have I'm any. We'll see. But Afro be reaching, so you never know. You never know. They be trying it. You know, you just know. for t-shirt sales, they be trying it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. That was impulse. Afropunk. I still oh want to book a gig. You know? <laughs> so how do you maintain having such strong views, but yet still trying to get these dollar signs? And do they ever? It's very hard. Does it ever? So like, has it ever stopped flow it's, for you? I mean, I would never know because a lot of these things work in the background. Remember, oh, true. being if you're a person of interest, the thing is, you're just in some boardrooms uh, mm-hmm, discussion board. chart, mood board. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> there's you no invoice there's no invoice there's nothing you don't know what's going on yeah. you, occasionally maybe you get a call hello hey hi <laughs> are you like Slimster <laughs> we've seen your content and you'll be great for our company I would love to hear your like corporate voice uh, when, you pick, corporate. Vo- when oh. you pick up the voice when you pick up the phone perfect like this mm. 
Hi, hello. Um, how's everything? Yes, I do believe I uh, create content for uh, the internet. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. What exactly do you see for your uh, company and where do you think this vision is going? <laughs> and they break it down to me. And I go, mm-hmm, 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's go, let's do it, I'm all for your company, I'm riding high. <laughs> <laughs> and then they meet you, and then they see then what they you talk about next week, and it's like, oh. Right, right, because, because, I mean, to be fair though, I haven't really, I have verbalized my opinions, right? Yeah. Not like this, but I verbalize it in captions and little jabs and jokes online. Right. I'm actually planning my first uh, my first stand up show. Just gotta figure nice. it out. Yeah, it's just gonna be small and cozy. You know, just like a nice Apollo little Theater. <laughs> no, not Apollo. No, not Apollo Theater. You can't go that far. I know. I because know. at the same time, it's like I like to consider myself a comedian, but um, but I, I just think it's philosophy by the means of humor. Mm, okay. That, yeah. So it's like it's not all comedy a lot of times i really just want to yeah. talk about some serious issues but then my brain just does this funny shit with, <laughs> with what i'm talking about and it's just like uh, just but i think that's good i think that that's how especially our generation digests information yeah, that's like the best we way. need it kind of manipulate it yeah right. you gotta balance it out you gotta be like yo and the xenophobia and then they'd ask what, what? <laughs> it's like it's like let's go back to the xenophobia <laughs> like, <bit. laughs> what do you like yeah, but at that point it wakes everybody up. Like, hey, he's talking about it's important. <laughs> <laughs> How did you come up with your characters? So there's Jack. There's Jacques. there was another one. I'm I'm coming up with um Lincoln the uncle. Okay, <laughs> he's supposed to be Caribbean. Uh, Lincoln. 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 And Lincoln, Lincoln, he has a more raspy Jamaican voice. He's like, what and that girl's them one thing me that I dance floor. Me a girl them a rock their boat. <laughs> I'm so done. Lincoln, I come from the way of Jamaica, the side <laughs> of the island. Are you ready for the Caribbean heat? Oh, I'm ready for the Caribbean heat. <laughs> uh, I feel me, like me I, I tell feel you like something. Anyone that I want to beef with on the internet, it's definitely no, not uh, from the Caribbean. No, so them I bring it. Majib, why? Why are they? Majib, I do characters Indo Nigerian. It don't sound like Nigerian, but them laugh. Hmm? Them find it funny. Mm? <laughs> but it's when it's too close to home, it's like, whoa. Mm, yeah, me, I get too close whoa. to home. Mm -hmm. Them get too close to my home, me get close to their home. <laughs> Do you ever feel like you've ever stepped over, like you've like overstepped? Have you ever like wanted to apologize about something you've created? Oh, I have gotten started though, Equa. This is like just the beginning, oh. literally. Just because I feel like I'm one of those people that I feel like I have um, maintained a very like, you know, art, yeah. Centered stuff. It's only recently that I'm coming out and saying my opinions and saying this is how I feel and mm -hmm. saying fuck everyone. <laughs> and I don't know if it's getting closer to like 30. I, just, I, just, I don't know what it is, but yeah. it's basically, yeah, I think it's, it wakes. Now you're like. It says something. It just says something like, oh, fuck how you feel. <laughs> it's just like, fuck how you feel thing just takes over you. And it, it was like, but uh, yeah. and you're just like, we're all going to fucking die. Like, fuck you <laughs> and fuck how you feel. Like, worst case scenario is you get mad and people that fuck with me, fuck with me, people that fuck with you, fuck with you, which is probably going to be anybody, but fuck I'm it. so <laughs> done. I'm surprised. Like, do you feel like there's a pressure because pressure of, like, the platform that you've cultivated? Yes, like there is a pressure. There is a pressure. But, um, like, I'll tell... From yourself or from others? Um, From others. From others, mostly. Because myself just breezes this stuff out easily. You think I so? Don't even, yeah, it doesn't take a while to think, think about it. Okay. This stuff just... 
Like I could do it in my sleep. So but how do others like pressure you? Like is in terms of just making consistent content or making mm-hmm. like content that is more relevant? Because I feel like when you're posting about like paintings and stuff, like I feel like that always gets, yeah. you know, the viralness you of know, it. You're not even the painting, like painting with a booty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the one that just flies, right? <laughs> Like, the other day I posted, I said my new piece because I'm literally frustrated with social media at this point because I'm just like, Ugh, I'll post whatever I want. I don't even care anymore <laughs> about strategy. I posted a, a cartoon um, because I used to do political cartoons. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. So what happens, I did a b- bunch of political cartoons. I remember I had to hide my name under the name uh, Pokor, which was politically correct, right? Oh. And um, at that time, I think Sahara was just taking jabs at Mugabe and stuff like that. So I had done these cartoons uh, mocking Mugabe yeah. and mocking Buhari, but I was like, you know, just keep myself out of right, that light. Right. I was like, I'll hide it under Polkor. So when the whole xenophobia thing came up, I was like, just to, I was like, let me just revisit that identity. Yeah, yeah, I saw So I this. did the cartoon under Polkor again and posted it on my page. And of course, like you know, it was one of those things that people are not sure. Like, did I get it from the internet or did uh, I? But of course, it didn't get that many that much engagement. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. until my friends. Uh, God bless my friends. My good, good, great friends reposted everything. And then when they reposted it, more people started to see it and more people reposted mm. after that. Mm-hmm. And basically made people aware of what... But usually when I touch politics or do anything that socially sensitive, no one doesn't really... Um, yeah. People don't care like when it's coming from you. Yeah, because mostly they, you know, it's mostly the Jacques guy that <laughs> talk about eating ass and a pussy, uh, you know, but... What you see you as like more of the relationship guy, I feel. A relationship? Oh. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I would want to know how it feels because I feel like you've capitalized off of the IG baddiness because there's a lack of IG baddie guys. Is and there? I feel like, yeah, I don't think like. No, guys I, think, I think more the lack know. of IG baddie guys with a personality. Okay. That's more of what it is. There's IG baddies, right? All these guys. <laughs> we're getting called a baddie. She said it. <laughs> They IG, yeah, IG baddies guys, is yeah, not gender but, specific. Uh, but they, don't, they don't have, uh, you know, okay, goodies, right? IG goodies. <laughs> <laughs> these guys, these guys, a lot of these guys don't really have that much personality. They, 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 they it's more off the, like, the, you know, the, mm, like, you know. Yeah, like, I hate that. Like, I got the beard <laughs> or whatever. And then, and if you ask them a question, they barely even still have personality. Yeah. They just, they just spew out this packaged nonsense, whatever it is that they were taught to, like, spew out on the mic. It's like, yeah, just like, girls. Yeah, melanin, yeah. beauty, love. Uh, yeah. Black queen, goddess. What was it? Like I said, o- original oh, woman. Yeah, you the original like, woman. Oh, God. Oh, makes me nauseous. But at the same time, it's like, it, it makes me feel a certain level of empowerment, right? Yeah. Oh, look, we're on camera. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel a certain level of empowerment when I'm sitting down and someone is, like, spewing that shit. And I'm just like, thank you, God. Thank you, God, I have ideas of my own. Because <laughs> I could have easily been this Frankenstein of a robot. Like, what the hell? This guy gets on the mic and they ask him a, a question, it's and his like opinion is, "Is so what I last read was." <laughs> <laughs> like I hear the sentence, but I know that literally in the beginning of that is what you last read yeah. in an article or in a book, wherever you read it at. Mm-hmm. You know, like when a guy picks up the what's the name of that book? Forty Eight Laws, Powers of Love. Oh, The Secret. One of those basic books. You know, one of the books, the books that people use for you know wisdom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever read Forty Eight Laws, mm-hmm. Powers? Something uh, like that. Something. I, <laughs> something like I'm wiser. <laughs> I'm wiser now. They'll so co- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. No, but it's true. Like, I feel like you are in that wave. Like, I feel like there's you. Who else is? I mean, I don't really think there's anyone else in your lane. There's very, there's very few. There's like, very few. There's yeah. people, there's people who try. 
but there's no one that's that yeah. like the ones that I even hope that would do it that I look up to they open their mouth and I say shut it down <laughs> close their accounts <laughs> stop please you know I, I'm yeah it's just it's a classic example of like literally like taking in taking in more than you put out right mm. listen more right yeah don't be so centered on your content or what you're trying to put out just sit back and observe just sit back and see what the world has to offer right and then you can sit back and discern what exactly is what and what isn't and you're not just entirely cut up caught up in whoever it is that you know you are trying to convey it's true because when you're trying to convey something it just be a scripted and people people feel uh, actually no i'm that i say people feel mm, people <laughs> People are not that in touch with their spirituality these days. I don't know what the fuck uh, I'm talking about. They do. I feel like people know when it's authentic, no, no, though. I know people that are scripted, right? Mm-hmm. And literally, people sit online, and I see the comp. They're like, oh, my God. You just touched my spirit. <laughs> I don't even know who spoke to you, but your spirit is reaching me. And I'm like, hey, spirit of fraud. <laughs> what kind of... What, 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 I, I said this before. Online also, and I'm saying, spirituality is dead. As far as I'm concerned, spirituality is dead and capitalism killed it. Make a t-shirt. Feel free. Spirituality is dead and capitalism killed it. It's plain and simple. Dang. It's just. That's how you feel. I. Yo. Yo. Fam. I. Famalam. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't let. Don't let that. Don't let the U.S. do this to you. No, it's not so much the U.S. It's more that I'm watching people, right? I'm watching how people operate. Mm-hmm. Even in Africa. Like, Africans, Africans too have taken up the same thing. Right. You know, everything's for shoo, 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 shoo. No actual results. It's you know? Facts. It's just like. And, and, it, and it kills me because at the same time, it's like. I know someone's going to be like, but I, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, excuse me, might I add, okay? <laughs> my eloquent outro for that one. Uh, in the words of the great Wally Shank, I don't that exact words, but mm. I'm summarizing mm-hmm. here. Okay, Paraphrase. paraphrasing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, educated. You. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> paraphrasing here. He said, when the revolutions are happening and when these societal changes are taking place, there are people that have responsibilities. And you can never mix up the responsibilities. You have the soldiers, you have the speakers, Mm -hmm. you have the authors, the Mm -hmm. novelists, the artists, the philosophers. All these people have, or like have very important and pivotal positions in telling about the time. Okay. That's just it. My position, unfortunately has been summed up to talking shit but <laughs> <laughs> but it honestly is a, yeah but it's, all yeah it's, a, it's all talking shit but it's a major part because then when people look back in that time they're like yo who actually spoke about the time without a filter right who are the That's few people true. that spoke about the time as clearly as possible because yeah. you know there's always his story her story and the truth and the truth no, it's great. I think what you're doing is setting the tone for a lot of like what the next because I feel like the next wave of like influencer is not about influencing, if that mm. makes sense. Like I feel well, like what it's, you, about, what, what you it's about like you, you know, like I'm sure that you know of like Lala Milan and like all these women who uh-huh. kind of highlight how they are. <laughs> like it's like the the anti ugly, I call mm-hmm. it because it's like. They just highlight how they like look like without eyelashes and whatever, and it's like doing their hair and how it's like yeah, they look all crazy. That's literally so the influencer trying to find soul. So that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like the next phase or the next wave that's coming forward is like 
it's not because it used to be just like, oh yeah, like this but it, hyper but, filtered but it, but it's gonna get photo. Worse, though. It's gonna get worse though. You think it's it, gonna get worse? Yeah, because it's gonna build this like. So what's your take? Next five years, you Instagram is just advertising. Well, yeah, it already is. Yeah, but it basically it's just that. But you thought, um, you see, the average consumer consumes what twenty six thousand. This is without social media. Twenty six thousand images a day. Dang. You're taking in twenty six thousand ads a day, just going through New York. Wow. Now, but we we just regulate like like just delegate that just to just New York, right? Because yeah, 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 yeah. Everywhere else, they wouldn't have as many billboards. True. But at the same time, it's like you can see how much consumption that is, and you can see that the advertising agencies are not slowing down in the least bit possible. Never. They're doing everything and anything to get your attention. Everything. Of course. And including dancing monkeys in front of your face, just <laughs> everything. So it's like, at that point. I'm not going to say in the next five years it's going to get more woke. It's just going to, if anything, like I said, spirituality is dead and capitalism killed it. What's going to happen <laughs> is there's just going to be this weird hybrid, right, where authenticity is going to fuse with, um, uh, like what's it called? Like advertising. Uh, I, I would say synthesization, right? And mm. everything will become more synthesized. Mm. It'll just be like the, it's, it's a, there's a word for that. When the computer fuses with the human mind, the singularity. Uh -huh. Social media will go through the singularity. Because what would happen is the human mind, yeah. as it is in its most authentic form, would fuse with what it is to be marketing. And then we would start to see marketing as more organic and more real. And people would think that that's what normal is. And that's what the normal Meanwhile, you're still being advertised to. Wow. That's what they're working on. I mean, they already do that. I feel yeah. like, you know, the fact that sh TV shows had, like, so much, like, even Stranger Things, the fact that there was so much advertising mm -hmm. and, like, mm -hmm. they got all the sponsorship right. from, like, these and brands. Then what, what, but what it was, like, subliminally, like, your cup and your this right. and your And what the viewers sat down and said was, um, oh, my God, I love the fact that Stranger Things really touched on my 80s past and, like, really related to my, like, the times back then. Exactly. And you don't see it coming. It's just advertising, but you're seeing it as... Your heartstrings being tugged on. Have you seen deep fake videos? Yes. Deep fake. How do oh, you feel about yeah. that? Oh, love isn't that, isn't that like love the em. singularity? That's that's sort of yeah. That's sort of like yeah. singularity, right? But it's if anything, singularity prototype because it, it hasn't really gotten to like yeah. the level where we're gonna OD because people are gonna get to that point. It's just crazy how they can for those that don't know what deep fake is. It's basically the manipulating of someone's face. Voice and face. Yeah, with AI. Yeah. I haven't heard the voice, but I saw the oh, yeah, face. Oh, they do voices. Where too. oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, where it's like you look like like they made so the video that I saw they made Tom this. Tom Cruise on. I think so. Tom Cruise on was my favorite. I don't think it, it was He's Tom Cruise, <laughs> but like there was a guy. I forget this actor's name, but he was on a late night show and uh -huh. he was impersonating other um, uh, actors. yeah actors and he impersonated tom cruise and then his face yeah. changed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's tom cruise, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so it's like anytime he was, when he talked about seth rogan like his face turned to look like seth rogan and it was like yo and it looked so real it looked so real yeah. but it was still him but it's like and it's like you think in your mind like wait why is his face looking like seth rogan you don't think it's actually the video Sing when it's actually man. the video at the end of the day like, the, 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 yo, the full the goal i guess ending. would be but like i said you know, um, I'm waiting for the Christians to show me a chapter where that would happen. <laughs> it's just in I, I it. I it's love my Christians. It. Like, 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 it is written. It is. It is written. The book just says, allow man, it, man. Allow man, it. Man, man will try to fuse with the metal box. <laughs> and the box, <laughs> the box will, will be the devil's. <laughs> like this. Aki, Aki. 
Uh, you know what's so love, crazy? Your name actually rhymes with... So, Aki is like, just like a phrase in Kiswahili. Like, hey, yeah, hey like, I'm already, I already stop. deal with the fact that my name is Ike. And Ike <laughs> can be power or butt in my language. <laughs> I kid you not. Are you serious? Because Ike is butt and Ike is power. Oh, gosh. So, it's very thin line. Very thin <laughs> line. Very close to power butt. I feel like that's that's your personality. It's a thin power line. Power butt? It's a thin oh, line. I, oh, I was like, oh, my, oh, uh, Where are you I was like, I was like... <laughs> I was like power butt, like whoa, we are borderlining. So like, done. listen, no. power butt is a different type of nickname. That is straight up strip club. A thin line. <laughs> it's a thin line. You it see, is, you is. you flip the switch on and off. That's your personality. I do. Like, it's been a pleasure. What would you tell ten year old Ike? Everything that you've gone through, being oh, so close wow, to thirty. Deep. You know, we have to we have I to close right, it off deep strong. Deep, deep, deep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any siblings? Yes. How many? Um, two. I have a brother and a sister. You're in the middle? No. No, first. Oh yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, worst yeah, one yeah. there ever was. Of the firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I feel like you set the tone. So whatever else, like your siblings. Oh, man. Your family is like, you know what? We've gone through it with right, Ike, so right, uh, right. you cannot And, and I've us. been very. I've been quite good. You know, I've been. You know, as Are far you? as yeah, as far as extremities go, you know, I've been. I've been very good. Your rebellious nature didn't. No, no, yeah, I didn't do anything. Look, I, I don't even have tattoos. I know. Like I, yeah. The most he has is a nose ring. Like. And I got that like what last, last year? year? Like yeah, <laughs> come on. Like, I I'm, know, right? I've been very he good. Got edgy like last year. You know, I was year. like, I was like, let's break boundaries. I'm so done. You know, the worst thing I could see myself ever doing, literally, would be, just you know, a mm-hmm. nice little, just a nice little wrist tattoo, just you know, something mm-hmm. just right here, just forearm. I'm surprised that you don't have one. Yeah, you like see, you all my, you know? it's all here. Your tattoos are on the yeah, inside. my tattoos are on the inside. You know, that's where the monsters are at. I wonder <laughs> which one's worse, the ones on the outside, the ones on the, I feel I like the I think the ones inside. on the inside are worse. Definitely inside. Worse. inside. Cause, Cause you never know. You never know. When it's going to pop out. You never know when it's going to pop out. Like, Thin whoa, line. that's what you're into? <laughs> Thin line. Is that but what you would tell 10-year-old Ike? 10-year-old Ike, 10-year-old Ike, 10-year-old Ike. What I tell 10? I'll tell 10-year-old Ike to stop bugging out it's not you're not as weird as you think and whatever it is you're thinking is mm. probably gonna make you um it's probably gonna make you stand out and um forget about friends just forget about Ooh. making friends yeah, yeah um, well, you just shouted your friends out no no no, no no that's what i'm saying so the bottom line forget about oh. forget about don't let friends be the main focus forget about friends those things come with life because life just finds a way of selecting your people right just giving you your tribe just helping you find your niche just forget That's about that and just focus on what you think. Like, I don't think anything that I think is a unique idea, so to speak. I don't think anything I think is, is even remotely special. I just think I have had the ability to keep myself out of groupthink for long enough. Mm. You know, no matter how many, how many groups I've been in, how many people I've befriended, I've managed to still keep me being me. Yeah. You know, I've been influenced, of course. I have listened. I have changed opinions. But at the end of the day, it's I made that decision not a group mm-hmm. of us i can never say i was a victim of that you know so yeah that's a fact thank you so much thank you <gasps> oh my gosh wow this has been another episode of afro lit where can people find lit, you i need like i need a whole like just audio hit list yeah, so that right. i could like just press buttons and have 
Yeah, Shots you, you know, for real, just drop bombs. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna. I mean, I just want, we just want, we're just shooting straight bullets all through. We don't even need breaks. <laughs> no. <laughs> the whole thing was lit. I've got to figure out which part is gonna be like the main, like highlight. I don't know. I don't know. It's literally I don't all know. Of it. I we, actually we, don't let's know. Let's just drop it all the rest of the right, year. Right. Exactly. Use the Delta 2020. Simple as that. This, is, this has been another episode of Afrolit. You can, my name is Equa PM. You can find me and Afrolit where all podcasts are hosted. Ike Slimster. You can find him on the gram, on Twitter. Everything's Ike Slimster. Everything. I-K-E-S-L-I-M-S-T-E-R. Branding. Consistency. You know? That's on point. And we're going to stay tuned for the comedy show, those that are based in the tri-state area. It'll be when everybody's going home for Thanksgiving or something. Oh, don't do that. We need people to come. See, he really wants five people to I show it to up be, like really private even though like <laughs> 300 people are gonna show no, up that way if nobody laughs like, I'm all be your like, all your fan base you know your college educated all your girlfriends because you know how oh y'all God. people rule stay tuned for more it's been a pleasure bye